Good morning and welcome to Car Thoughts with David, episode number 77. And uh, today, you know, just, it's been an interesting day. I gotta figure out what's going on with my alarm clock. Um, For whatever reason, it did not go off. Um, Not that it was a huge deal. I mean, I woke up at like 5.15 instead of 4.30. No biggie. I'm still coming back from vacation. Like I said, we vacationed pretty hardcore, so, you know, it was get to the park around 9 o'clock in the morning and then not leave the park until, you know, 8 or 9 o'clock that evening and uh, in 100-degree weather outside. So, you know, we, we hit it pretty hard. <laughs> so I don't feel too bad about, you know, a couple days back from vacation and still sleeping in, you know, past 5 o'clock by 15, 20 minutes, you know. Not a big deal. So, but anyway, you know, that's that. <laughs> I'm not rushing to get to work, though it sounds like I maybe am. I ran to my car because it was raining, and it was, it's not raining hard, but... It was one of those, like, soaking, like, drenching type rains where it's just, like, this calm, almost like a spring rain where it's not heavy, but it feels like you're getting a bucket of water dumped on you instead of other rain where it's, like, raindrops, if that makes sense. I don't know. But anyway, so, yeah, so I was sprinting to my car, which is, I park at a different house because my driveway doesn't really have a good way to turn around. So I park at my parents' house, which is next door. Because like I've said in previous episodes, I rent a house from them to help them out. And wow, my windshield wiper blades just sound horrible. But uh, anyway, so what I'm going to talk to you guys about today is um, looking for a job. Um, And you may be saying... David, we already know you're not looking for a job or whatever because you've got a job, right? So, yeah, that's true. But as my network's been growing, I have been hit with an increasing amount of people looking for a job. And I try and help them the best I can, figure out solutions. Um, But I'm new to that. (laughs) I'm not a recruiter. I'm not a... Not a... um, Not an expert. I'm not a... Um, I'm not in any kind of a position to help people get jobs in what I do, per se, because I really don't know anybody. And I watched this video uh, yesterday that was really kind of on the nose and made me think a lot, you know, that I feel like it was kind of a reinforcement that, yeah, I'm on the right path because I'm trying to diversify and make myself stand out and and, and not be so specialized because... What he talked about is, you know, so many people, the longer they work at a job, the more specialized they get. Um, And, you know, because in the future, and you guys have heard me talk about this, with, um, you know, businesses going to more automated processes, um, you know, jobs are going to start vanishing. Jobs are going to start, you know, changing because they won't need people to do that anymore they'll just need people to do something else because that job's now automated and if you don't know or can't figure out how to do this they don't need you so you know 
like I said, watching that video, and I've actually seen a couple videos and a couple posts about this, and it really makes me feel good to know that I'm kind of on the right path and I'm not crazy. Because the first time I told my dad that, you know, yeah, automation's going to put me out of work as an IT person for what I do, um, yeah, he just kind of was like, ah, oh, you know, and my mom was like, oh, why are you being so doom and gloom? You know, this is... And I'm like, no, it's not doom and gloom. It's fact. It's reality. This is happening. I'm watching it happen right now. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, and, uh, you know, so that's why I've been trying to diversify and change what I'm doing and do something that a computer really can't do, which is teach people, help people, you know. Um, uh, you know, like, for instance, help people find jobs. So... Um, yeah, you were probably wondering how I was going to tie that back. Uh, I was too, so don't worry. Um, anyway, uh, so yeah, I've had tons of people ask me to help them for jobs. Either hiring them within my company, which I tell them, regrettably, I am not in the position to hire anyone to work for me because I can't even afford to, <laughs> can't even afford to hire myself yet. Um... But what I do is I try and point them to people and opportunities where they can. Like, for instance, um, there was one guy in India who was looking to come to America to start working. And, uh, you know, I was like, okay, well, who can I send them to? And I, you know, I thought, okay, well, Robert Half, they're a nationwide recruiting agency. Um, I know there are tons of people that work in IT that are from India that have uh, work visas or whatever they're called. I'm not a, again, not a recruiting expert. Um, but they have, you know, they're a, a national organization of tech recruiters. So I sent him to them. I said, okay, here, here's their website. Fill out the paperwork. Let them know what you're doing. You know, there'll be a whole questionnaire thing to fill out. They'll, uh, they'll reach out to you. So, you know, that was my first real soiree into it. Um, since then, I've started kind of refining my methods and learning more because I've kind of had to. Because when you have, I mean, granted, it's not a lot. You know, it's not a lot. But when you have one to two people a week... Um, reach out to you for job opportunities, and you want to, and you want to help them. You know, for me, that's a lot because I'm not, I'm not an organization. I'm not, you know, uh, Walmart. I'm not, uh, you know, Robert Half. I'm not any of these companies. I'm just me. I'm a person. I'm an individual who's trying to start his own business um, and has been doing that for a month. Um, but people see the word founder or CEO, which I don't use CEO. I just use founder, yeah, because I, I don't want to call myself something I'm not. And until my company starts becoming profitable, you know, founder is is just fine. I'll add the CEO tag once I've actually made some money, um, and probably after I've actually become profitable, because I still have the $120 for the website. And, email and all that that I put together uh, already. So, there's that. But, um, anyway, yeah, so that's what I'm working on. And 
So I've been trying to get better about that. And I know, and I'm probably going to butcher his last name, uh, but a lot of people and a lot of recruiters follow Oleg Vishkinovsky. Yeah, I I know I butchered that. (laughs) But anyway, they follow him. If you are on LinkedIn, you know who this guy is because he's like everywhere. Everybody talks to this guy. Everybody shares this or talks about this guy. Everybody shares his posts. Um, you know, he, he was out of the UK. And he's got so many followers on LinkedIn now, he's actually broken LinkedIn. He can't, if people tag him in a post, he can't see them anymore. He can't see the tag, so he had to start a hashtag, which is hashtag Oleg. And he follows his posts that way. Now, he actually follows his own hashtag so, because that's the only way he can see posts that people put out, and he helps people find jobs. He shares out his re- uh, people's resumes and um, desires to find jobs because he's got over a million followers. A lot of times, he can help people find jobs. So that's one way I direct people to help them, you know, in their job hunt worldwide. You know, wherever they are in the world, chances are there's somebody who follows. Oleg, he's, you know, matter of fact, he's one of the first people that was recommended to me when I started on LinkedIn to follow. It was like him and Sir Richard Branson and Bill Gates and Deepak Chopra and, you know, there's there's all these people they recommend. Like, you should follow these people. These people are influencers, you know, so he's one of the first people I followed. Uh, just because I was going through the setup tutorial, and like, oh, okay, yeah, sure, I'll follow. This guy looks cool, you know. This, oh yeah, Melinda Gates, sure, you know, I like what Bill and Melinda are doing with their humanitarian efforts, and you know. So yeah, and Richard Branson, he is just awesome. If I could work for him, that would be like my dream job because I love his philosophy on work and work-life balance and treating employees. And all of that, I love his philosophies and his outlooks. I still need to sit down and read his book. Um, I, I really do because I'm such a huge fan. I'm sure I would love his book because um, I love his philosophy. I mean, I actually go to the Virgin uh, website and I will read, you know, because he's got po- quotes and stuff posted on there. I'll actually go to the website and read his quotes um, sometimes. But anyway, enough about that. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I recommend them to post in what they're looking for job-wise and use the hashtag Oleg. Yeah, just to get exposure. Because <coughs> there's a lot of people that follow that hashtag besides Oleg, like probably most of his million followers. So there's that. Um, and then I told, I tell them to reach out to me, send me a direct message when they post it and I will share the post to give them double exposure so they get seen twice. And that's how I can contribute and hopefully that works, you know. Which I'm sure it will because I'm not an influencer. I don't have that level of followers yet. Um, But I can, I can, I know who to look for to find. You know, uh, I've said this in, in previous podcasts. I can Google like a son of a bitch. So, you know, uh, I, I know how to find things online. So, so I send them there. 
Uh, secondly, there's another initiative that's still fairly new, but it's getting a lot of traction. It's called Project Help You Grow. Uh, it uh, was started by Ira Bowman, and it was initially designed to help people make connections on LinkedIn to get to know each other and to help each other and create win-win solutions, which that is awesome. That is what I'm all about. Um, you know, I, I really need to actually get a, on a call with this guy and get to know him a little bit better. He's just a phenomenal human being. What he's doing is awesome. I'm totally 100% behind uh, this guy's mission, and he does it at no cost. He created this whole website and everything, projecthelpyougrow.com, which is a website designed to get people to register, create accounts, and there's it's it's a job it's a job board it's a grassroots job board where you can go create an account let there's a little tick mark if you're you know radio button if you're looking for a job yes no you can post jobs you can um, you can post that you're looking for a job and then he'll share out your profile and say hey this person is looking for a job in the Philippines, you know, they're looking for something, they're currently in school, you know, this is what they're going to school for, you know, so he sends out stuff like that, and so I uh, direct people there to create an account, and to get set up, and to let Ira know that they're looking for a job, you know, via the website, and let him work his magic, because he is literally... He's having some astronomical growth since he started this project. I think he was saying at one point, one day, he had over a thousand new uh, connection requests in one day. Or, you know, from a period he went to bed that night to the period he woke up, he had over a thousand new connection requests on LinkedIn. So, I mean, this guy, with what he's doing, he is attracting his tribe. He is attracting people around him like crazy, and... I mean, it's just amazing the work that he's doing. Um, you know, I don't, like I said, I don't know him super well. Um, I am connected with him. Uh, I was connected with him at the start of the Project Help You Grow. Um, and uh, you know, I just really, with all the work I'm doing, <clears throat> haven't had time to make a connection with him yet because I've had so many calls I've been on um, with people that I'm still like trying to sort out my schedule I mean the fact that I am just a simple guy um, you know sharing my story and helping other people share their story and I actually have to have an electronic calendar where people can go in and schedule time to talk with me <laughs> you know on a you know I have about two to three calls a week right now I'm still kind of an unknown quantity, you know, I, I'm just now getting discovered, you know, it's kind of uh, phenomenal, I never thought I would need an electronic calendar to say, hey, oh, you want to get, get on a phone call with me, you want to do a video conference, sure, yeah, no problem, here's my calendar, just schedule a time, let me know, and uh, or just schedule a time and I'll get an email, and uh, we'll, we'll do this thing, you know. I mean, I would have never thought in a million years that would be something I'd have to do. Because when I first started doing it, I was like, oh, yeah, what time? And I was just writing it down on a piece of paper. I'm like, okay, cool. Yeah, 
yeah, post a note, got it. It's on the back of my phone, <clears throat> underneath my case. I'm taking case. Oh, yep, got to call in 20 minutes. You know, that's hopefully I was doing it before with posted notes. And, uh, and it just got too overwhelming. I couldn't keep up with all the calls. So, uh, with, I mean, I still work a full-time job, mind you. Plus, I'm writing a book. Plus, I'm doing this podcast. So, it's not, it's just like, uh, you know, it's not like I'm just, like, forgetting to take a phone call at 2 o'clock. I'm, I'm, I'm like, okay, well, oh, it's finally 2 o'clock. I need to start writing. Oh, uh, wasn't there something else I was supposed to be doing? Oh, yeah, phone call. Dang it, now I can't write. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I mean, it's, it's amazing to go. I mean, and this is just in four months, you know. I mean, I can only imagine what next year is going to be like. You know, I, I mean, you know, that's just crazy to even contemplate the fact that, you know, I, if I need a calendar now, I'm probably going to need to hire an assistant by next year, you know. It's, it's crazy to think. Um, I'm hoping I'm making enough money to hire an assistant next year. That would be awesome. You know, because that would also mean I'm making enough money to pay myself. <laughs> but, uh, but yeah, so all in all, it's just been really cool. And like I said, I woke up to this message this morning from this, this uh, girl, this college student, um, who was looking for a job, something she could do online because, you know, she is a full-time student. Um, she seems very smart. She's taking, you know, high-end programming and and, uh, and uh, data encryption classes and stuff like that. So it's very technical what she's learning, but it's, you know, not something, like I said, I can't even afford to hire myself yet. So, you know, we're still in that process. And uh, so, yeah, you know, I directed her to those, those two fine, upstanding individuals that can help her. And, um, you know, I'm still learning. I'm hoping, I'd love to be able to get, uh, you know, see if I can, you know, get some time with, like I said, with, with Ira and talk to him and get to know more about what he does so I can maybe better direct people. Um, Oleg is like a legend. Uh, you know, he's, I don't know if I can reach him, but I'd love to get on a short call with him too if I can figure out how to make that happen. Um, you know, and just kind of get on a little quick 20-minute phone call with them and be like, hey, I, I want to start sending people your way. Is there anything I can do prep work-wise to make this easier for you before that happens? Um, you know, just kind of get some tips and tricks. And, and, you know, it'd be kind of selfish in a way, too, because, you know, I want to know how to do it. Because, I mean, you know, he's got a million followers. I see posts from him all the time. I see... Uh, posts he's sharing out with people's resumes all the time. He's sharing like three or four that I see. You know, my feed's pretty busy, so the fact that I see three of them, that's pretty pretty impressive. Um, and, uh, you know, do, uh, you know, maybe I can learn some tips from him on how to do this properly so I can just start helping people directly as well. Not that I'm trying to take anything from him because he's doing it for free. I would be doing it for free. I'm not trying to get any money out of it. Um, uh, you know, I'm just trying to help people. But you know, if I can learn some of the how he does it, that would be fantastic because I never thought in a million years that I'd be helping people find jobs. Not like this. Definitely not like this. Um, so yeah, 
So, you know, it's all a learning process. So if you can learn from, like, people that are masters, go for it, you know. And that's the thing. I don't believe that anybody's completely unreachable. I don't care how big they are. If you make enough noise or make a compelling enough case, you can get time. You know, I've talked to people that I, you know, people are like, how did you get on a call with this guy? You know, he's a, he's a best-selling author. And I'm like, I just asked. I was honest. I told them what I was trying to do, and I just asked. And they were like, yeah, sure. Yeah, I got 20 minutes. You know? And, uh, you know, it's just, it's just, you know, sometimes just asking is all you got to do, and it works out. I mean, you know, that's, uh, that's what it takes. You know, just, just having the courage. And people will respect that as long as you're not like, oh, you know, I'm such a fan. You know, you're not just paying them lip service and making them think that you're just kind of some hanger on. You know, if you're actually asking a legitimate question and you're being respectful, a lot of times people are responsive to that. And, um, you know, so that's that's a tip, <laughs> I guess, for you guys. Uh, you know, you can reach out to people and, and they will respond. Just be, be yourself. Treat them like a human being. Because that's one of the biggest things. Um, I'll share this story. Um, a lot of you may or may not know who Larry Norman is. He's one of the, uh, you know, musicians from the, he was from the 70s. Uh, he, you know, toured around quite a bit. And, you know, really, really uh, good musician. And I had a lot of respect for him because I listened to all kinds of music. You know, I'd listen to, to all, everything just about. Um, you know, if the music is good, I'll listen to it. So <clears throat> I got a chance to actually see him live. Um, I was working security at a concert festival in Ohio, and um, uh, the security uh, uh, head. Uh, a guy named Tim knew that I was a fan of his music. I had talked about the fact that I, I knew who he was, and most of the people that were, you know, didn't know who he was, you know. They're like, well, who's this guy? So once he found out that I knew who Larry Norman was, um, he assigned me to be the security on the stage for his, his set. And so one thing that he said, he told the story, which is why I'm sharing this. Um, he said when he was getting signed to Capitol Records, you know, he was going through all the paperwork, and he's finally like, you know what, guys, I just need to take a quick break. I need to run out for a cigarette. So he's standing outside Capitol Records in Los Angeles and happens to look over. And who's standing right next to him, also smoking a cigarette, but Paul McCartney. And he walks over to him a little bit, introduces himself, like, hey, I'm just getting signed here, you know, just, you know, had to hop out for a cigarette. Um, it's nice to meet you. My name's Larry Norman. And, of course, Paul was, you know, like, oh, cool, man, yeah, you know, he was, he was really, uh, you know, really cool. And... So they sat there, he said they sat there chatting for about 10 or 20 minutes, just talking. You know, no, no big deal. Just a couple of guys having a chat, smoking a cigarette. You know, just a normal, normal day, normal thing, right? So at the very end, 
he said this is where he made the mistake. He said at the very end, he says, hey, Paul, I'm a huge fan of your music. I'm a huge fan of the Beatles. Would it be okay if I get your autograph? And he said Paul's entire mood changed. He went from being like this really cool, you know, easygoing guy, just having a conversation, just a couple of guys, to almost crestfallen. You know, he's just like, oh, you know, like, God, autograph, really, you know. And, uh, you know, he said that was, uh, you know, the, the entire demeanor, the entire attitude of the uh, interaction changed at that point. And he said, you know, he said, first of all, that's why I don't sign autographs. So if you guys are wondering why I'm not going to be sitting at the autograph table, this is why. Um, but he said, secondly, uh, he, I learned a valuable lesson that day. People just want to be treated like people. You know, they're famous, they're on stage, but at the end of the day, they're a human being just like me or you. And they want to be treated with respect. They don't want to be, you know, hunted or, or chased down or begged for autographs or bugged or pestered. They just want to be treated like, an, like a human being. And that was a heavy acorn. Um, and, uh, you know, so he said that's the way he treats people. And I have, I personally have lived my life by that philosophy, um, you know, ever since hearing that. Because I was like, that's brilliant. I mean, I don't, I don't even go looking for autographs anymore. I don't, when I go to concerts, I don't go for autographs. I just go hang out, you know. And, you know, it's, uh, you know, I've, I've gotten pictures with a couple bands and stuff, you know, because I was there hanging out with them. And Please I was wait. like, hey, um, thank you. You know, let, let's do a selfie, you know, that type of thing. And a lot of bands are cool with that, you know. Um, but I don't go to as many concerts as I used to anymore either just because I don't have time. And my wife has this inner ear thing, so it's kind of uh, hard for her if it's an indoor concert. We can't go because she gets um, nauseous and everything just from the sound, you know, the, the heavy bass music reverberating off the walls just gives her like motion sickness I guess that's the best way I could describe it so yeah and um but anyway you know and I've I've met a lot of amazing people just by doing that just treating people like people giving them respect and being respectful goes a long way you know so um that's kind of my tip, my story, uh, what I'm working on right now, like I said, because I'm trying to get better at helping people find jobs as I become Recruiter Dave, I don't know, <laughs> as well as um, working on co-authoring a book uh, that is not my science fiction novel, by the way, I'm working on another book, and yeah, so yay me, I mean, at least I'm almost done with all of my challenges. Uh, that I've signed up for, and I'm not going to sign up for any more right now until I get some of this stuff figured out. The co-authoring the book thing hopefully is only going to take a month or two because um, it's going to be a short read. It's just something that the two of us are working on. Um, the job thing, hopefully I can get 20 minutes with each of these people and kind of better understand what their mission is so that I can better understand how to direct people. So there's that. That won't take too long, I hope. Um, and, yeah. 
So, and then of course I've still got to write my science fiction novel, um, which I'm hoping to get some more traction on uh, this upcoming week. There's a possibility I might be going to do Windows 10 migrations in different parts of the state. So if that works out, that'll give me some time where I'll be in a hotel room by myself um, to write, you know, because that's been my biggest problem is just not having any time where I'm alone and I can, I can do these things. So that'll help. Um, and I've got a networking event next Wednesday to go to. <laughs> so, um, so I'm excited about that and got a couple more calls. So yeah, life is good. I mean, it's, it's really starting to blow up. It's really starting to improve and increase. And, and, you know, I'm not some mystical wizard or anything like that. I'm just a regular guy. So if you're listening to this and you think, oh, I could never do any of that stuff. It's not true at all. I'm a normal guy. I'm an IT person. <laughs> I'm a nerd. I am a geek. <clears throat> you know, I'm just a regular guy. Just, you know, pluck me off the street, put me anywhere. You'd never distinguish me from anybody else on the street. Except for the fact that I'm 37 years old and I have more gray hair than most people in their 70s. <laughs> but beyond that, uh, you know, that's it. You know, that's me in a nutshell. I'm just an average person. I'm just normal, you know. So get out there and do something that, uh, as Eleanor Roosevelt says, do something every day that terrifies you. So with that, I'm going to leave you guys with Car Thoughts out. Hey, everybody. David here from Car Thoughts with David, and I just want to share some information with you. You guys have heard me talk about finding your way, finding your path, and starting your journey. Well, if you have decided that you want to start your own podcast, you might be thinking, well, David, that's great, but what do I do? How do I do this? You know, what works? What doesn't work, right? Well, I wrote a book because you can go back and find my episodes where I talk about all this stuff and listen to them. And that's all well and good, but sometimes it's easier just to have it in print where you can just see it, right? So I wrote the book called Introduction to Podcasting, Lessons Learned, Lessons Shared. You can pick it up on Amazon on Kindle for 99 cents, less than a dollar. What? That's crazy, right? Less than a dollar, you can pick it up on Kindle. If you like to have a print book in your hands and you just like the way it feels, and trust me, I'm looking at this book right now, it's really well printed. I love Kindle Publishing. You can pick it up for $5.50. So you can have a physical copy where you can take notes, where you can you know, keep stuff for quick reference while you're working on creating that awesome epic podcast that I know you're capable of creating. So... By all means, if you're looking for ways, you're looking for advice, Introduction to Podcasting, Lessons Learned, Lessons Share is the book for you. Thank you, guys. And I could not do any of this without your support. So when I say thank you, I mean it. Thank you.